Good morning everyone and welcome back to Alternative to Confusion. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. So I've been wondering and thinking and pondering and contemplating and having ideas on the essence of what we call the calling. Now I know many people have this and I know it comes to many people in different ways but in my own experience it's been quite a journey and I'll give you a brief explanation of how the calling happened or how it usually happens from my recollection of other people's interpretation of it essentially you get presented with something and you reject it then you get presented with it again and you contemplate it and reject it then on ongoings of life you get presented it again and because it's just so stubborn it just won't go away you listen to it and it disappears it eludes itself you can't capture it you can't grasp it so you search for it and you search and you search and you find a way and you achieve it and that is my brief very brief interpretation of the calling and in my own experience just a rough brief story i'm sure the listeners would have known or heard about or come across the envisiony brew i don't think i said that correctly the visionary brew of the amazonian jungle or said to come out of the amazonian jungle in past stories of the tribes that first established there and that's called ayahuasca now ayahuasca contains um, dimethyltryptamine NN. Now this is a very interesting substance um, and it's a very 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 highly psychedelic substance um, but now the tribes were able to find this out from stories well many many different stories but the story that I would like to believe would be that when they got asked how did they find the plants in order to create this brew because the brew is two plants put together and boiled for a few days well the so there's two plants one is the vine and this is why they call it the vine of the dead so the one is the ayahuasca vine and the other one is the shakruna leaf and 
you bash up the vine and crush it up and contain these two plants and boil it for many hours and it creates the ayahuasca brew. Look, I think over the years they've probably started adding different things here and there and different plants and all that, but that's the essentially the baseline of my understanding of how they create this this uh, visionary brew. And so, now that you've got a brief understanding of ayahuasca and the brew specifically, there's a great history on the ceremony and the reverence of this of this brew um, you can look into it yourself it goes on and on for many decades it is an absolutely absolutely amazing life-changing experience but let me get back to the calling so I was first presented by ayahuasca sitting on a bed one day watching YouTube and I came across a video that didn't look so amazing. It looked terrible. So I watched the, I think it was like five minutes or so. So I watched the video and I continued. I continued with life. And over a few days, I had this thought and at that point, I didn't understand much about psychedelics and specific types of drugs and natural pl plants in general. And I thought to myself, if marijuana, if weed, can give such an impact on the state of your mind and your thoughts... And heal you so so much. Surely there must be other plants out there. That can do just the same if not more. So I started searching. And I came across. Ayahuasca. And now. That was the point of when I became extremely intrigued. Extremely intrigued. But I couldn't find a place anywhere to do a ceremony. Nowhere that I knew of would do a ceremony. Or anyone that even knew about ayahuasca. No one knew about it. No one knows. So now I'm in a pickle. So I searched a bit and I searched a bit. And I eventually found... I'm not actually not going to reveal the name because I'm not, I'm not too sure who might be listening. But let me guarantee you, if you're searching, you will find. Because if it is your calling, it will happen. So, I eventually found a person, a group of people that did ceremonies in my area. So I investigated and I tried and I asked. So the first ceremony I wasn't able to go to, sadly, because it eluded me. 
So I had to try again. And I tried again. And I couldn't go to the second ceremony. And now at this point, because of me feeling so, so much... What can I call this? It's almost an obsession. It's almost a an addiction. But not really. You know, it's this constant nag. This constant call that's patting you on the back. This little tickle in the back of your throat. This little thought that doesn't want to go away. So I found it again. And I applied. And I went through about a month of fasting. I, um, in the the two weeks prior to the ceremony, I had no meat. I wasn't eating sugar. I wasn't eating salt. I was basically just eating plain rice. (laughs) Um, Because I was, at that point as well, my understanding of it was that your body had to be clean. And I do understand that that is the case. And it does need to be clean because it allows the medicine of the van and ayahuasca to traverse your person. Let me put it that way. So that's what I did. And let me tell you something. That was the most life-changing experience Of my life. One of them. But. Just before we were about to sit down in ceremony. And everyone was preparing. For the night ahead. I got asked a question. By an amazing soul. That of which I'm not going to give out the name. And she said to me, she will always find you. It is amazing how the call happens. I'll never forget the look in her face and the the surprise and the joy and the happiness of how it happens. And she said, yes. This is how it works. This is how it happens. And all I can reflect from that is magic. It's absolutely magical. Destiny. Thank you for listening. And I really hope that you find your calling. Because it will. Nag. And it will tickle. And it will be there. Hosh, hosh. Muchas gracias, Ayahuasca.